Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Gorecon, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. And wouldn't you know it, I'm on vacation in California, thought I could have an easy 10 days, but our friend Bernard Turian, as, as news would have it, uh, comes out with some pretty big important news. He's the chairman and CEO of HBQ Silicon Resources. For those who are new to this, because you may have seen the headline, Trades of the Venture under HBQ, and for our friends of US under HBQFF, uh, as you know, they're a Canadian producer, a leading Canadian producer of innovative silicon solutions. Uh, they're building a unique portfolio of high-value specialty silicon products that are going to be needed for the upcoming uh, renewable energy revolution, the unstoppable one. More than just lip service, they've already received their first order for spherical nano-silicon material from a major automobile manufacturer. Uh, we don't know their name. That's been has been disclosed. They're under NDA with at least two battery players, and they're moving into various levels of production and commissioning uh, over the next three, six, nine months. But today's press release uh, is a real big one that even caught me by surprise. HPQ launches breakthrough green hydrogen extraction technology venture. Bernard, this better be good. Welcome back. Yeah, I decided I wasn't going to let you have fun alone on the vacation. You know, you couldn't leave me alone for, you couldn't leave me. But if you are going to bother me, this seems like it's something unbelievable. And I got to tell you, I'm a little intimidated by this one uh, because I'm it's, not. it's so big. Oh yeah, no no doubt you're not. I am. So here's, <laughs> I, I think it's so big, we got to break it down. The best mm -hmm. way to eat an elephant is in small bites. In October, uh, you, you talked about your hydrogen initiative with Apollon. In February, uh, you announced receiving the first mini generator, the Trekkie, all right? So mm -hmm. we knew that HPQ Silicon was no doubt interested in hydrogen, uh, but now it seems you've gone to a whole different scale. Uh, yeah. Where did this come from with EBH2? Mm -hmm. um, well, I have contacts in the industries. Um, I have, uh, that's it, I have contacts that people have discussed. People knew that I had an interest in hydrogen. Uh, I have a knowledge of hydrogen. Um, I knew of this process, EVH2, for at least two, two, three years. I was talked about it. Uh, the first time it was presented to me, it was a bit too grassroots. And I think my knowledge and my understanding of hydrogen as an energy or how you create hydrogen was very limited. Uh, but now with the work I've done with Apollon, my understanding of how the, the process worked, the Trekkie and all those, those types, I had a good enough grasp of what was available ABH2 uh, that, that I was able to move fast, to have a first mover advantage and to take this opportunity in HPQ. Um, and that, that's really what it is. It's, I understood enough the hydrogen industry to see the potential of this, where this is, where this is gonna go, and how this fits much better. I'll just give a quick example. Everybody remembers when I showed that machine in February, I was very excited. That machine only generated 60 watt of energy. Okay. Now we're talking about demonstration model system that are gonna be able to do, and I was 60 watt for one hour with one powder. Okay. We're talking about a system that can deliver one kilowatt of energy per hour. We're just using water as a source. Yeah, so it is the ultimate green, hydrogen, which is what everybody is looking for. So I was, uh, I was very excited to see how it could work and how we can make HPQ, HPQ power transaction even better. And we'll go through the details as we go through the, the press release. What caught my attention 
is the following, and then I want to get into some details, but quote, EBH2 is scalable with no limits. It can power a small domestic generator up to ships, factories, buildings, cryptocurrency mines uh, with high energy consumption and even cities. Uh, how big is this uh, that you've gone from, you know, mini generators to, I, I almost can't believe it. I know it's true, but this is, this is a mass scale. This is a mass scale. It, it, we're at the beginning development or scaling of this, but it, it is technically feasible. Um, if you understand a bit what ABHU does, you go back to the trekking. I'll use that as an example because I spoke a lot about this. The trekking was made of two parts. One part that extracted the hydrogen, okay? The second one, it converted the hydrogen into energy. What ABH2 has found is a very efficient way to do it by hydraul uh, electrolysis, okay? We were doing it with uh, Apollo and the Trekkie by hydrolysis, which means we were adding a powder into it to extract the hydrogen. This is by using an electric current. They've developed a system to be able to extract um, hydrogen very efficiently from water in a way that is allowed to make it very, very cheap. So what ABH2 has developed is a system to extract hydrogen from water extremely efficiently, okay? And then the only byproduct you get out into the atmosphere is oxygen. And that hydrogen can then be used to fuel any type of system. You know, there's a concept, you know, of internal combustion engine, okay? There's something called H internal combustion engine, which is a hydrogen internal combustion engine. So the system can be added on to any of any technology that uses fossil fuel can now use hydrogen because hydrogen is a much more efficient gas. The problem with hydrogen are the same one we had when we were looking at it. Storage and how you transport the material, right? This is like the system we were looking at. Basically, there's no need for storage. As long as you have water, the system, you generate hydrogen. So on, that's, on, yeah. On the spot. And, and on the, spot. The, the first... Their first, because there's so much in this press release, their mm -hmm. first uh, successfully tested prototype to talk about mm -hmm. efficiency, you said efficiently, this is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, clean energy production capacity starting at one megawatt of power that can be produced over seven days from just two liters of water. And to put that into perspective, because I'm glad you gave an example, that's sufficient energy to power a typical three bedroom suburban house. Yeah, well, the joke is that, you know, one of my directors who happens to live a bit, not in the city, says, Bernard, I want one of those systems now. I just heard you, you're installing a generator in your house, okay? And you're sort of like, you were sort of mad that I didn't offer you this before because- Yeah, you, you couldn't come out, I'm going to spend $25,000 on a traditional one. And if you'd come out with this three, four months ago, <laughs> uh, I could have saved myself, I could have- I, I know, but all joking aside, it just, uh, it's still, yeah, but, even you, but your system that you're going to buy, that's costing you that amount of money. Okay. It's going to cost you also a lot of money to run. It's either going to run on propane, either going to run on diesel or natural gas. Right. So when you run that generator, you will be paying money for that yeah. energy source with the system that EBH2 has developed. That cost is almost nothing. Like it's literally almost nothing. So that, that's the advantage of it. Okay. So the, this is a very exciting uh, field. This is a field where there's a lot of R&D being done. So there, there are going to be fantastic solutions coming online that have been 
uh, probably were not looked at for many, many years because it wasn't seen as something feasible. Now it is. And from the sounds of it, you guys think you can go to market in, in, in pretty short order. I'll let you define that or just give us some ideas. But first thing you gotta do is you're gonna, you're gonna do some third-party validation. That's mm -hmm. a given before you give mm -hmm. up any cash mm -hmm. or stock to get this deal done. You're gonna mm -hmm. go through the third-party validation. So I think we can all assume you know, that's what you're gonna do. Give us an ETA of how long you think that third-party validation stage may take ballpark, right? And then the next two levels you're moving to, one is to incorporate it into your silicon production mm -hmm. and then to actually uh, combine forces to create sales capability of actual product, you know, uh, actual mm -hmm. hydrogen producing. So. Let's walk through stage one, stage two, stage three there, so everyone can understand how okay. this relationship is going to unfold. Well, very quickly, it's it's, it's going to be a question of timing with COVID to be able to travel, organize. I've already got my my team of experts that are going to do the validation. There are people that have a lot of expertise in the hydrogen system, so they'll be quickly be able to 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 validate it. Of course, naturally, you know, there's going to be tons of NDA signed to make sure that nobody leaks out the secrets or going to be discover how the process works. Um, we're going to do the validation. It's just going to confirm what they they know they can do. So that, that should be relatively quick. Now, relatively quick, you know, let, let's say it's sort of like imminent, you know what that means. Uh, because there's a lot of outside constraints. There's going to be people from a few areas of the world that need to meet in one place to do all these tests. And I'm pretty sure at the same time we're going to do these tests, EBH2 is going to invite other people that, that want to come and watch our validation of the process. So our validation of the process is going to be also a big step for EBH because it's going to be sort of like the first independent coming in and saying, you know, it works. They've done multiple tests. They've done systems. They've done operation. You know, they wouldn't believe in this system and, and, and agree to this type of deal if they didn't believe it works. Yeah, because they're not getting any cash, any stock up front. It's got to all be validated. Ballpark, now, you know, if it, all, now if it was George, if it was George Hydrogen, I'm pretty sure you would ask for cash up front. But you know, oh yeah, you know that. <laughs> no, but that's obviously they're putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, mm -hmm. And you know, with COVID, you know, travel restrictions, all that. What does this look mm -hmm. like? Uh, two month process, three month process, six month process. Ballpark, just so because um, none of us have been through this, so it'd be good to understand. I would say they should be very long. They already have an operating system. It's not a question of building it. There's nothing to be built. The system, system exists. Uh, they have a travel system, a demonstration system. Um, so it's going to be, uh, let's assume conservatively that three months, in a three-month period, we should be able to have all this wrapped up. Okay. okay. When that gets done, headline, mm -hmm. sub-headline, you're working together to develop an industrial-scale system to mm -hmm. produce green silicon. EBH2 mm -hmm. believes it can scale to power the planned high purity silicon and nano silicon production by HBQ, which will allow you to further reduce the environmental footprint of its developing high purity silicon powders and other renewable. When you it, does that almost happen right behind the validation? Do you move really quickly? And what does that mean for pyrogenesis and okay. the relationship that you guys have? First of all, you, you, you have to realize that every technology that we're developing with pyrogenesis have one Achilles heel, which is for everybody. They're all energy intensive technologies. 
And when I say Achilles heel, you either can plug yourself somewhere with a hydroelectricity like Quebec, okay? Somewhere where there's a lot of new, because the energy requirements for a system, okay? Once we validate and we demonstrate that we can even operate a generator in the pilot plant that we're building and do it, you know, zero, zero outside energy source, it's gonna be game changer because transforming quartz to silicon is the most energy intensive industrial um, technology out there. It just is. So it's sort of like the ultimate, you know, Super Bowl type of system. We believe that if the small system works and it's scalable, we will be able to scale there. So that's why I sort of negotiated that we, we are granted a worldwide exclusive license to bundle our technology, because that suddenly means that our technology, which we've developed with pyrogenesis, okay, can now be one of our strengths of our technology was a scalability. One of its weakness is, right. let's say I wanted to build a nano confirming plant right next to a gigafactory, right? Well, if the gigafactory was in a place where there is no green energy, it didn't really match. Now I can bring that entire clean technology close to it. So I can now come and have my own energy source to do it. So, and remember, wow. every technology that, that, that Pyro develops, our plasma-based, they're basically all energy intensive. So it's an incredibly, I think it's, it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for ABH2. It's a win for HPQ. It's a win for Pyro. Because suddenly our technologies that we're developing can have a much bigger reach. The reach becomes infinite in the sense that it's even feasible that we install some of our technology close to the quartz mine, which are a very remote location, then convert it into the material and bring it out. So in a long-term vision of what HPQ stands for, which is innovative silicone solution, um, it fits into it. And as we now are adding, we're also a technology development company. We're much more than just one idea. We're looking at how we can grow the company, generate shareholder value by moving forward on our silicone project and other projects. All with one concept, being able to make the greenest silicone out there is really where we're gonna be. So would it be fair to say that EBH2 now allows HPQ, Pyro to, to reach any corner of the planet that you needed to if you wanted to because you're, you're now gonna have your own energy source. Exactly. And a very clean, very mm -hmm. efficient energy source. It was sort of funny because when we started the when we started the discussion with EBH two, I had to send them some you know preliminary estimate of how much energy they were doing, and they came back to me and says, "What do you guys do? You need a nuclear reactor because the level of energy required, okay, to do what we do in the silicone business, okay, and in the purification of silicone, you know." It, when we, when we mentioned that just doing the preliminary confirmation is 12,000 kilowatt hours per ton of material, that's a lot of energy. When you go to a Siemens process to go electronic, that's another 81,000, okay? Yeah, with well, Pyro, you guys already brought it way down. Now you can we already it We already brought it way down, but we're still very, very energy intensive. See, this is, it's not the Achilles heel, it's just the reality. Your location was always dictated by where the cheap electricity was. Now, now you got a power source anywhere in the world. If this technology is validated, that's what we can we can put it anywhere in the world. So it's it's it was important for me to move fast in this areas to, to get this opportunity 
that was presented to the fact that I have contacts in the, in, in the industry. If, if that was where we ended the interview, it would be, it would be really, I, I think Cheryl would be really, really happy with that, uh, to, to be bringing this technology, dovetailing it into the HPQ pyro silicon machine. Uh, but on top of that, if all goes well, you think that you can go to market and mm -hmm. create cash flow from, you know, you call it North American sales capability. And you, you, I know you looks like you specifically referenced generators because that's probably low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. But how serious of an option is that? Because I'm assuming that'll come after validation, then after you've incorporated into the silicon production. No, it's the, the or, order. The, the order is wrong. We validate and this becomes for because that requires us also to design our plan. You got to remember, we're just a pilot plant piece in our silicone technology. Right. So it's not as big of a rush. Okay. We're probably going to be looking at designing the plant to be able to demonstrate that we can operate, you know, to fully self self energy. The, the pilot plant just as, as a demonstration vehicle. But on a commercial scale, because you know the commercial ability of, the, of our project are a few years now. Once we demonstrated the first model works, we just go back to what it was the idea with the Trekkie. The idea with the Trekkie was we had this great small system, had a lot of advantage that could have been sold if it wasn't so expensive and so delivered so little energy. That was That was really the feedback we got from the industry. So, Based on that expertise and that knowledge and, and that understanding of the market, um, you know, I I offered to to help them set up their North American, uh, you know, basically sales capability, and that will be very very rewarding for our shareholders. And and the good thing about that is that as a standalone from mm -hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, is ready to go from a cost point of view because quote. EBH is confident its cost per kilogram to produce its clean hydrogen is less than one US dollar, indicating uh, that its module already surpasses the hydrogen earshot program goals and is cost competitive compared to fossil fuel based hydrogen. So it's ready to go right now into the market yeah. as a standalone. Basically, you sort of skip the paragraph in the press release when you go there. But in, as it regards to green hydrogen, which is sort of like the, um, the holy grail that everybody's looking for, um, you have to be able to make green hydrogen um, for less than $1 kilogram. Now, the US government, the US Department of Energy has then started this great earshot program, which says we must, by the end of this decade, if you, we want to reach the uh, green, uh, greenhouse emission reduction target, have a way of producing green hydrogen for less than $1 a kilogram. Lo and behold, ABH2 is already below that threshold. Are they one of the few or the only that's already below that threshold? Because that was and a goal for five, 10 years from now, and ABH2 is there now. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like as, as, as you know, finalizing this press release, preparing a lot of documents, finishing the contract. This is where I discovered the, this urge agreement, and we're already below it. 
um, or ABH2 is already below it. So this is this is where it shows how groundbreaking the technology is or the process is that's going to allow to each it. This is why we know that you know the truth of the matter is you can you can get an ABH2 system and have a car or a bus operating on hydrogen working this. That's why I said H internal combustion engine. So the 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 massive markets, the massive addressable market for this technology in North America, which is what we're going to be looking at. And, and I've been able to circumcise North America as Canada, the US, and Mexico, which is basically, you know, where there's a free trade agreement. So it's going to be a good foothold. Devil's advocate, you're mm -hmm. you're you're in the pro on the silicon side, you're at that part, you're you're in that part of your cycle where you're really starting to accelerate now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, commission the pilot plant, you know, so on and so forth, and samples. You want to start sending out samples to uh, the you know, mm -hmm. to, to, to auto manufacturers. You said in your last press release to awaiting mm -hmm. auto, auto manufacturers. Devil's advocate, are you taking mm -hmm. on too much here? Where you know this could be a distraction. By understanding it's obviously a very big market because uh, you've got some stats in the press release about how big the green hydrogen market is and how important it's going to be. But yeah, is that it's, too it's, much it's, for it's, HPQ it's, to handle? No, it's just going to be a question of growing and, and how you manage that growth. Um, I think as a small uh, entrepreneur team, we've done very well at identifying incredibly great opportunity. Now our next challenge is how to grow up with this, but this one's going to be sort of like easier to grow up with. This one, this one's completely going to be you know really independent, um, and we're going to, it's going to have its own management team, its own sales team, its own okay. it's it, it, its own everything it's sort of like it's an investment without really being an investment it's, it's a development it's a strategy it's a cash flow tool for us uh if this pans out by the time we'll be looking at building our uh, it's you know theoretically possible for us to envision a situation where the cash flow generated by these sales will be sufficient for us to help grow our entire silicon business without having to go to market now this being said it's not tomorrow we may you know but you know, we because we are talking of multiple big ticket items that we're looking with the silicone business. We're much cheaper than our competitor. Our capital costs are much lower. But uh, so this is where it fits in. It's an incredible opportunity. By the way, you do mention a couple of times generators, homes. You even say uh, the potential costs and GHG reduction benefits of the EBH. The mm -hmm. first commercial model are huge, and the units could. It could readily replace solar plant, solar panels, or standby mm -hmm. generators for homeowners. Is would that be the low hanging fruit? What you'd be going yeah, after? Yeah, that, that that's going to be the low hanging fruit. Solar has always won default. It generates energy when you don't need it. Um, so I, I sort of have to think about this. And certainly, are we sort of like competing and destroying the markets that we we're looking at developing? I don't think for the battery space it's going to go away. For the solar, it was a potential market, but if I get rid of solar it doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, for the rest, the markets are going to be so big. And I talk about the home generator one because it's the easiest one to present and to discuss to people and to make understand because everybody's talking about a home generator. And you, and you just mentioned that. Okay, that's an easy one for people to understand. It's going to be an easy one to start into. Uh, but there'll be multiple others where we can generate significant cash flow. Do you see yourself potentially even just powering homes in general, maybe for lower income 
places that uh, are not, you know, not quite on the energy grid or, you know, far off in the wilderness, really rural? Um, Could you see these becoming just powering homes in general? Yes, I would dare to say in EBH2's DNA, there is that sense that they're not just looking at this for, you know, just making money, but they also have a social um, philosophy, how they want to develop that to help uh, to reach that goal of self-sufficient energy uh, without, that's not going to be damaging the environment. So, uh, you know, so there, there is that, there's many advantages to this. Uh, George, the potential what we can do is so massive. And I started to elaborate every one of the market, you know, people's head would spin. Uh, so what I try to do in this regard, and as all of my regards, stay focused, okay? This transaction is designed in two ways. One full, how does it help, enhance, make better the HPQ, pyrogenesis, PureVap, and our technologies that we're developing. It makes it us by granting us an, an, op, an advantage, a commercial advantage that nobody else has, which is, we will be self-contained energy independent. Fume silica is going to be big. Nanoparticles of silicon is going to be big. Making silicon metal is going to be very big. So that's already one advantage. Second one we're looking at is the addressable market. The three countries we're talking about are about 23% of the world economy. Um, if, if the politicians are quarter serious at saying that they want us to cut greenhouse emission by 2050, these are the type of technologies that have to work, develop to reach that goal. It's going to need some ideas that are, you know, as, as Peter always said, we don't redefine the box. We define, or I'm going to mess up whenever there's this quote, but he said, you know, we don't, we don't redefine the box, we invent the box or something like that. That's really where, what, what we need to do. And this is where it fits in. So I've been sort of very lucky to have in my Rolodex uh, for people before telephone, that's how we used to keep phone numbers, Rolodex, um, to have uh, people that brought me this deal, which I was able to, to present to the board and was accepted and we're moving. Well, I'm glad you gave that answer for the last two, three minutes, because my question that I was setting up was, what's your answer to investors or anybody who's watching this right now who says, Bernard, this is almost sounds sounds too good to be true. It's too big. It's too perfect. Uh, but I guess you've answered the question, which is you're gonna you're gonna attack it. You're gonna address it one step at a time. It's mm -hmm. not a miracle all in one shot, but it has the ability to be something really grand, right? Mm -hmm. Bernard, this has the ability to be something. Uh, I'll leave. I'll, 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 maybe that's what I, you can leave us with, because even I'm scrambling a little bit to, you know, define this. It's so you think about you think about all the possibilities um you know how how big i you're great at telling us the step by step but how big could this initiative be for for hbq well we're talking at a few trillion dollar market for hydrogen based energy that's how big the addressable market is so you know people can make whatever number estimation they want to um it is massive and it's one of those things that, you know, I always said I would come up with a surprise to, to burn or to surprise investors that would say it's going to take time before something happens. Well, you, should, you should not bet against me. How confident are you? Uh, there, you're right. I mean, energy is, is in the trillions. It's a trillion, it's a trillion dollar opportunity. How confident are you that EBH2 
has the ability to compete at the top levels of hydrogen because there are a lot of people who are coming after this market. Mm -hmm. um, what's, your, what's, your are, level, what's your level of confidence? I, I'm very confident because the, the people that are behind it uh, understand this and have a great vision. Um, and so, you know, if you, if you start by being afraid of the competition, you'll never be able to, to get moving. No, uh, no, no. So sure. um, that's really where we are. Like I've been, since I've been doing, you know, technology development in 2015, it's, it always comes as a surprise. There's always an opportunities that you don't see. We didn't see this opportunity when we started silicon. This one in hydrogen is the same one. So I'm not that worried it's going to be big energy because there's so much demand, so many people that want this to work. It will, it will, it will succeed. And by the way, for everybody, I just, you know, uh, Bernard provided a link in the press release. So I clicked on it to go over the, to go over the company's website. And there's a great box there, project and development, powering a city in the Middle East, uh, powering a building with 121 apartments, powering crypto mining, powering a city in Beirut, uh, water turbines in the DRC, the Democratic uh, Republic of Congo, and even powering a, a Mars power plant. So this isn't well, just George Com. This isn't just yeah. George Com hydrogen here, where we think we've got there, a good there should idea. Also be, there, there should also be a good video at, 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 at that link that shows a bit, gives you a bit of an idea of the concept. It's sort of a conceptual videos, but. Uh, well, Bernard, look, um, there's going to be a lot more to talk about this. I think this is as far as we can go here, but congratulations oh, yeah. on securing this. Congratulations mm -hmm. on, 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 on getting this done. And all I can say is we look forward to how the validation goes and then how the rollout goes, both in terms of producing silicon and potentially even, you know, commercially, commercially scalable products. But, uh, this was worth taking me out of vacation. I'm still, my mind is still going to be spinning. Think about, you know, <laughs> is this too good to be true? But it's, it's, a George, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Only, I can only um, fathom the questions that there's going to be an agoracon. The wild discussion is going to be on social media. Yeah, listen, it's got it's probably gonna require Q and A. I'm gonna say it from now. It's probably gonna require, yeah, give, probably market, gonna require give everyone a, a couple of days to absorb it, but then do a Q and A. Mm -hmm. So when I'm back, <laughs> we do a Q and A and answer everyone's questions because even for me, you know, uh, and I've seen so many press releases, I can grasp ninety nine point eight percent of them, but this is the point two percent where it's like, whoa, this is uh, this is this is something else. All right, my man. Thanks for coming on today. Congratulations. Look Thank forward you. to having you. Look forward to having you back. And uh, and thanks for thanks for costing me twenty five thousand bucks. Because if you'd come out with this three four months ago, I could potentially be telling the wife, "Hey, just hold on. I've got a uh, I've got a hydrogen powered system coming." Thanks, Bernard. Have a great day, my man. You too. Take care. Bye. Hey, everybody at home, you've been watching Bernard Turiot, Chairman and CEO of HBQ Silicon. You know what to do with respect to your due diligence. Get to Agoracom, take the company's profile page to understand especially what it's doing in building its high-value specialty silicon products because uh, that's the company's thrust. And then make sure you get over to hbqsilicon.com to do your deep dive due diligence. Hopefully discovered your next great small cap uh, renewable energy company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.
Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.